Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Today, Gloria and Kelly Copeland remind you of the strategies of Satan to bring confusion into the body of Christ. Don't be caught off guard. Stay vigilant and trust in God's Word every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly Copeland's with us again today sharing the Word of God with us. It's going to be good. So you want to get your Bible and listen. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you, Mother. It's always an honor to do the broadcast with you. Well, we enjoy hearing you teach, teach us. Well, I so enjoyed what you taught yesterday, what you brought out about um, taking authority and walking in no fear. No fear here. We, um, we've been talking last week and yesterday about living free from fear, and yesterday living totally free from fear. And yesterday we started with Hebrews 2, and we're, our topic was yesterday of living fear-free when trouble comes, when something happens. How do you be free from fear when you have that sudden yeah. thing that comes upon you or your family? And so we started, but we didn't get finished by any means. No. So we're going to do another day on that one because really that covers everything. If you talk about what, if you can walk in faith and not fear when a sudden trouble comes, you can do it the rest of the time. So we'll just keep talking about this and then we'll get to the other things that are on my, our hearts to share with you. Um, but we're just, we're going to go with the flow of the Holy Ghost because He's the one that knows what you need to hear. And um, last week, I had a word from the Lord, and I'll just believe it bears repeating because it's for this week too. The Lord told me before we did the broadcast that somebody, at least one somebody, was going to gain something from these broadcasts, whether it was when they're played live or going back to the podcast. We have podcasts available. I love podcasts, Mom. You know why? Why? When I'm working in my kitchen, I just put on my podcast that I've selected. I've got great teachers selected, and it just plays one right after Praise another. God. And mostly they're like 15 or 20 minutes long, but they just play one right after another. And then you guys come on and you just play, then play the next, then play the next. First thing you know, the dishes are washed. First thing you know, dishes washed. are washed, and I'm filled with faith. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I, I do. We have podcasts. And then um, I lost my train of thought. Somebody need to hear our podcast. But, um, yeah, so whether you hear it by that or on the broadcast or on KCM.org or oh. any of our avenues for you to hear what this broadcast Somebody's going to hear it, take it, yep, like mom preaches right. about, receive it, take it, change how you're doing some things, change how you're working in your life and start looking at Jesus and resisting fear, rebuking fear, looking at Jesus, looking at Jesus, hearing from him in your everyday life. And then something, when something happens, something's going to happen in their life that the Lord was talking to me about. And these things you pick up here, are going to save your life, save your child's That's life, right. save your finances. I don't know the details, and I don't, he didn't even give me those, and he didn't even, I believe because it's going to be more than one person, this is going to be a seed planted in your heart that That's becomes right. a tree in your life. Hey. And when things become a tree in your life, they become a shade and a shelter and a help to someone else to begin to grow a tree a protection and a help to somebody else to gain these things. So these are life. Honestly, y'all, I had God totally change. I had to call TV and 
the marketing and, and book people that we make our offers. And I just had to call him the day before and say, y'all, God's totally... Actually, I think I said, what if God changed my subject? How can we? Ma- how can you manage that? And everybody jumped in and said, yes, we'll get a new offer. We'll get a new, you know, titles for the broadcast. So everybody jumped in to make this happen because the Lord said, this is critical. So I just really got that in my spirit. So it's important that we go with his flow. Amen. And man has plans and I have plans. I even have them on paper. Mom has plans. She's got them on paper. But we're here to go with the anointed prophetic flow of the Holy Ghost because he's speaking to you in these broadcasts. He's actually speaking to me too. I need to hear Praise it God. Amen. So I'm, uh, we're going to pick up with when trouble comes, living free from fear, free indeed, totally free, completely free. We read yesterday in Hebrews 2, uh, 14, completely yeah. free. If you want to pick up and read 14, Mom, we'll talk about 15. Okay. Now amplify. Well, let me just start with 13. And again, he says, my thirst and assured reliance and condition, hope and and confident, not condition, but confident hope shall be fixed on him. See, our hope is in him. Our Mm -hmm. faith is in him. Our future is in him. Confidently fixed in him. Can I interrupt you? Mm Mm-hmm. That's really important. I believe it was the Holy Spirit that had you read that because when trouble comes knocking, if your hope is not already in Jesus, then you have this huge gap for failure. Mm -hmm. So putting your hope, I just did, we just played a broadcast a few months ago, Mom, where I was talking about that very thing and putting your hope in Him. It's at the Southwest Believers Convention from 2016. It's on our kcm.org. But if you have a hard time seeing how you're going to be delivered, if you have a hard time seeing how how help can come, when trouble comes, you have to have you have you get faith for that, and the Lord gives you the ways to get out of it. But if your hope has already been set in Him, you may not know what it looks like from here to victory. But if His if your hope is setting Him because He's the one you're looking at, what's been talking about putting your face on Him then you already know you're going to win because of him. You already know. Victory's mine now, Lord. How do we get there? So thank you for bringing that out. But because hope, that's a real hope key does to not uh, bring the faith. manifestation. No, it's just you know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> it's you where you're where looking look. for help. And yeah. you, you get on the word and then your faith will bring the manifestation of it. Right. Your hope says, hey, there is a way out. And he's the hope. He's that's the reason right. we have a that's way right. out. So that's, that's good. so good, Mom. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to do now? Okay, so you're, I'm sorry, you were finishing 13, 14, and then we're going to talk about And again, about he says, my trust and assured reliance and confident hope shall be fixed on him. And yet again, here I am, and I and the children whom God has given me. 14, since therefore these children share in flesh and blood in the physical nature of human beings, he himself, Jesus himself, in a similar manner, partook of the same. He became flesh, the scripture says, and dwelt among us. That by going through death, he became one of us. That by going through death, he might bring to naught and make of no effect him who had the power of death. Who was that? That was Satan. He had it, but Jesus came and took upon himself flesh, 
paid the price for sin, got that life back for us. Mm. Isn't that good? Thank you, Lord. Uh, He made of no effect him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and also that he might deliver and completely set free. That's you and me now we're talking about. Completely set me free from uh, free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout their whole course of their lives. We, we're life people. Mm. When we get born again, what comes into us? Eternal life. That means that when we leave, the, when our spirit leaves this body, it goes up to heaven and not down to hell. We have eternal life, hallelujah. There's a lot of peace in that. I mean, just think about it. What, what the Satan, Satan can't t- uh, threaten you really with physical death once you understand that you've got life. And you're, if you're in Christ Jesus, you're going to transition from here to there, but you'll do it in life. Hallelujah. That's so Glory so to God. good. And the transition is from that place of, the Word talks about, you know, you've been translated from the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. into the kingdom of His dear Son. We're with Him now. Yeah, you know, you right. know, we're you see those movies where him. somebody's He's going into us, a, somebody's going into a, a club or you see it in the movies or somebody's going into a place that has a guard at the door and they go, oh, I'm with him. Yeah. I'm with her. You know, we're with him now. That's right. And we have full entrance. If we've made Jesus the Lord of our lives. If you've made Jesus. And everybody has that opportunity. Yeah. There's nobody, the worst person on the planet can yes, turn to right. him in a moment and be with that's Jesus right. and have full entrance into everything that he's provided for us. And he said, he, this said he's made us completely free. The people who through all their lifetime and what it says, you break that whole thing down, is our, our whole lifetime we're subject to slavery and bondage, which connects to being free. He's made us free from bondage, but it's the fear that's made us subject to bondage. It's not just, it's not, see, people think so much that it's Satan and what he does that makes us subject to bondage. Not anymore. Not once you've been translated into being with Jesus. When you have accepted him, he makes you free from the bondage of Satan. So the only way you're connected to bondage and hurt and pain and sickness is through fear, the way Faith connects you to God. Fear connects you to Satan and his plan, as we've said. But mom, there were a couple of words I wanted to define before we move into our next scripture. This Hebrews 2 has become our theme scripture for sure. But um, haunting, through the haunting fear of death, through the haunting fear, every fear, you may think, well, I'm not afraid of death. Every fear is rooted in a fear of death. And something dying. And every fear has a haunt to it. Every fear has a haunt. And here's what haunting means. Remaining in the consciousness, not quickly forgotten, reoccur persistently to disturb and distress and cause anxiety. That's what haunting means. So it it remains in your consciousness. It remains in your mind. Um, I want to Think about what they do at Halloween in the haunted houses. They have all these scary things. That Don't let your kids do that. Come at you and do that, do that. Just haunt you. There's nothing in that but a sheet. But <laughs> it haunts you. 
I never let my kids do that. No. Now, there are people that use those haunted houses to get people saved, which I'm okay with that. But that. They do. If people are going to go get scared, you might as well go get scared and then meet Talk Jesus. To them while they're scared. Right? If that's what their choice is. But, um, but for my kids and for me, scary movies, haunted houses, we never went there. Why? I'm not feeding that purposely. So that's like the height what? of, I don't know, Dumb. A dumb thing to do. I'm sorry, I'm not judging you, but to me, it was like I'm not feeding that fear and concern, no. and uh, like people who gossip, same thing. Feeding fear or concern or worry, even if it's over somebody else's life that's none of your business, your body doesn't know that you're still feeding that stuff into your heart. Gossip is trouble on every side. That was obviously for somebody. I hadn't planned to say that, but First Timothy. 119. So remember what we just talked about, haunting fear that remains in your consciousness. 1 Timothy 119. Um, well, we'll look at 18 first. Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. May they help you fight well in the Lord's battles. You know, everything you're learning here is going to help you. I love that, that phrase, help you fight well. What is fighting what well? Is the truth it's do? winning. What does the truth do? The Bible says, <laughs> makes Make you free. free. That's a winning, yeah. winning position. Mm -hmm. Say right. winning position. That's yours. Winning position. These things will help you fight well in the Lord's battle. Cling to your faith in Christ. You know, Hebrews says, don't throw away your faith. Don't throw away your fearless confidence. You can't have confidence in God and fear in the same space. You can't have faith and fear yeah, in no. the same space. But cling to your faith and keep your conscience clear. Now, what are you, what's our conscience? But um, what that said through haunting fear, fear remaining in your consciousness. Fear disturbs and destroys the, your conscience. It, it your destroys faith. your faith in your mind, in your consciousness. It comes back to you. So this says some people have deliberately violated their consciousness. How? Worry, fear, choice. not holding Sometimes on to their they faith. Make, they know what they're doing. They make the wrong choice and they know it, but make they want to do that choice. You know, I, I've had to, I have, the Lord got on to me the other day. I told you last week about being fearful over some things and I had couched it in my mind as just concern or, uh, well, this is just something that I have to deal with or this is just something that's been weighing me down. Like that was okay. You know, if you feel like something's weighing you down, give it to Jesus and Amen. stop being afraid. Because if it's weighing you down, it's a care and a fear yeah. and it will keep you. Here's the problem with that. It keeps you from walking in faith. It keeps you from the answers, answers that Jesus is trying to give you. He's saying, Woo, look at me over here. You don't walk in fear and faith <laughs> at the same time. You can't, you can't. But this says people have violated their consciousness as a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. You know, maybe their faith sets out on a journey. Their faith sets out to go to the other side as the disciples. The fear did. corrupts your faith. Fear corrupts your faith. I mean, you, you know, you can have faith, but then you begin to listen to the devil lie to you and think about it. Well, you know, you might have a symptom and you think, oh, I've got this terrible disease or whatever. Fear corrupts your faith. Fear is from Satan. Right. Faith is from God. You choose 
who you want to follow. It's up to you. I'm going to choose God. Yeah, I'm and choose faith. It's designed to do that. Yeah, but Satan wants territory. He wants to He's, take over. That's why he lies. If, if he didn't want territory, he wouldn't have to lie. But he lies because he wants territory. He wants hearts. He wants people. He wants servants. He wants to be God. Isn't that what it says in the scripture? He wanted to set himself above God. Amen. And those are so correlated. Like God mm -hmm. gave us words to lay hold of and the word brings faith. That's what it says. The faith comes by hearing his word. That's right. Faith comes by hearing his word. That's the way God designed it. And God wants us to hear his word and have faith, trust in him and see the answer. Amen. Satan wants Be us free. to hear his word, trust in him and see the destruction. It says you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Truth and faith right. comes by the truth. Faith comes by the word. It makes you free. And we really set ourselves up, Mom, to have faith and no fear when trouble comes by just making that our lifestyle of every day. I'm not hearing the words of the enemy. I refuse worry. I refuse Absolutely. fear. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. The and more you it. say it, the do more it. you build that wall up on the inside of us as God intended for us to say right. what needs to be said. Right. Because you as have. you connect to Satan and his plan, that's what you get. Mark as you connect, says you can have what you say. And John 10, 10 is real clear about who's who does what. You know, people sometimes think God sends sickness or whatever yeah. to teach that's you something. Right. But John 10, 10 says, this is what the enemy does. This is what God wants for mm -hmm. you. He comes that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Yes. Satan doesn't come for any other reason but to kill, steal, and destroy. Right. So you That's hook right. up with him through fear. You hook up with God through faith. Yeah. That's why these. this is so critical. People want to live a life of faith and they want the things that they're believing for, whether it's a sudden trouble or finances mm -hmm. or their kids. Yep. They want these things. But the very same people that will take kids, for example, because it's so easy to worry about them. And it's easy to couch it in terms of people. We, I've even couched it in terms of, well, let me just give you some wisdom, honey. Don't go there. Well, sometimes that's smart. And, and if it's wisdom, great. But you don't want to feed fear into your kids. You want to feed faith into your kids. And the very people that want to walk in faith over their kids, when you worry about them, you're connecting to Satan. And what did that say? Giving him place. You're giving him place. It shipwrecks your faith in the middle of the sea, that's, in the middle of maybe right. trouble, in the middle of the winds. Your faith is You've jumped out of the boat in a storm and, yeah, when you get over in doubt and unbelief. You, you unhook from faith and that's you hook right. to worry. And that's so, um, but 2 Corinthians 4 says, we're not abandoned. No matter what comes, we're not abandoned. And it's just important to remember that. You know, um, fear will cause, I wrote this down, fear will cause you to be caught off guard. That's really critical. When you open the door to fear, you resist the words of Jesus. I'm going to, uh, tomorrow, I probably won't have time right now to get through it, but to, we're going to talk about Luke 21 and you might even read the whole of Luke 21. I'm going to skip around reading it because of time. Uh, 
I connected some things recently, Mom, and uh, let's see, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, look and at John. John. That's what that's we what used we, to say. Yeah. Um, that was that's my brother's name, so that made sense to me a long time ago. But Matthew, uh, Luke twenty-one. I want to just talk just a minute about catching you unawares. That's where, like, that scripture about being shipwrecked. You know, nobody wants to be shipwrecked. Nobody wants to fail in the middle of a fight. Nobody plans to go out into the ocean and be shipwrecked. But you get shipwrecked when you're unprepared or if you're distracted. People have trouble comes when people are distracted. And the very purpose of the... Or you're deceived. Or your boat's not stable. You know, there's, there's all these allegories we can make to being shipwrecked. Shipwrecked. It's a hard word to say. But Jesus, um, by looking at him, by determining to look at his face and not be distracted by cares and worries, look at him. He's the one with the answers. That's right. Don't be off in la-la land somewhere, even about your life, being determined about your life. Yes, we go about things. Yes, there were, and we talked about Mary and Martha last week. Yes, there's things to do. Yes, there are people to feed and things to do and work to go to and, you know, soccer games and all that stuff. But I want to talk tomorrow about not letting those things distract you. What we need to be able to do and find that practice in doing is doing all those things still at his feet, doing all those things tuned to him, doing all those things as unto him, the things you do as a mom, do them as unto the Lord. And that's where we're gonna pick up tomorrow. I right. it's gonna Thank be powerful. Praise God. Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.